Hi, I'm Abby Shoup, and I own a small jewelry business. It's called Accessories by Abby, and I'll be linking my Instagram, Etsy, etc. down below in the description so you can check out my credentials. And I'm, as you can judge from the title of this podcast, I'm addressing the differences between different selling platforms, which include Etsy, e-commerce websites, and messaging to order and I'll also be examining a few others like Depop. I make and sell handmade jewelry among with other handmade goods. And a little about my business, I sell handmade jewelry among other handcrafted goods, and I created this business to be able to give back while staying safe during the COVID pandemic. My main goal of having this business is to be able to donate a percentage of my profits to various LGBTQ plus charities but also because I'm passionate about being able to direct my creativity into this outlet. But the reason I felt compelled to make this podcast is because I get so many small businesses in my Instagram DMs asking why I chose a personal e-commerce website to sell my products on, and for the record, I chose Wix, and that was the personal e-commerce website I used. And this has since changed, but as a small business owner who's used almost every form of selling platforms available, I wanted to share my experiences with each of them and the pros and cons of them. And many things, including the topic of a selling platform, are not one-size-fits-all for us small business owners. I myself, again, sell jewelry, and a lot of these points may apply to your small business, but unless you sell the exact same thing as me, don't take all of this as like hard, hard points. Like everything changes for what products you sell. But again, these are really good points I'm hoping and I hope you'll listen to them. And I'm going to start off with an e-commerce website. And this includes using Shopify, Wix, and I know there's many others. Those are just probably the two biggest ones. And I used Wix. And I wanted to first talk about the costs. Personal website costs will vary, and because I used Wix for this, I would say it's the most professional and it has so many features, which include graphic design and a ton of listing options. Like, I could not recommend the general website enough for designing your own, but the costs, that is mainly the thing that I have to discuss with this. And I got my Wix plan on Black Friday in 2020, and the deal was about 50% off the premium plan, which is one of the better plans. There are free ones, which I really would not recommend if you're selling something. It's more if you just have like an art gallery or something where you're not, someone's not checking out. But I did have the premium plan, and it was about $150 to start, and then it was a $15 cost for a domain. And there wasn't really any hidden fees for it. It was really great. But when it renewed a year later, I ended up canceling that renewal because it was $350 annually. After the Black Friday sale, it's not $150 per year because you got it on Black Friday. It's still $350. And unless you really think about you don't want to move platforms or something like that, that's kind of a lot of money. So I do recommend a personal website if you have a large, devoted, pre-existing platform. I personally have 4,000 Instagram followers and I also utilize Pinterest, but those customers run out. 
So if you want a personal website, please use every social media platform and be on top of marketing to get the most out of your website. And speaking about social media, if you're not as passionate about it as me, I really love social media marketing, but there was a huge period where I was extremely burnt out, didn't post, and you can predict what happened when I had that personal website. I didn't really get any sales because when you have that website, it was accessoriesbyabby.com and I had it in my Instagram bio and of course Pinterest and any other socials, but anyone who goes to that website comes directly from one of your social medias. So I would recommend a good starting point for having your own website is maybe 10,000 Instagram followers, a little more, a little less, but if you really think it's great for your business, please do that. So as long as you're confident that you'll make back the money you spent on the website, it is good to consider it, but there are ones I rec selling platforms that I recommend more. And again, with social media, you never know what's around the corner, especially with Instagram and TikTok. There was an instance where TikTok was almost deleted from the App Store in 2019, I believe. And if your business primarily had a platform on TikTok, your sales would have plummeted. So anything can happen and your business would be gone in a blink of an eye if you only have your eggs in one basket. The main positive when it came to using Wix was no listing fees. I think I added about 350 products to my website and I didn't get charged any additional fee for that. If you use something like Depop or Etsy, you'd be charged a fee for posting that product. And yeah, that was so great because I also had more freedom when it came to posting the listings. Like if a customer wanted to add a variation to the products they're buying, like, let's say for my business, you could decide the length of the chain you wanted. It was, like, available 14 inches, 15, etc. But if I was using Etsy, I can only add two options for variation. Like, my customers could choose the color of a product and the length, but if I wanted to add something else, like the charm option, I couldn't. It was limited to two. I believe Wix doesn't have any limits for the product variations available, so you can add as many as you wanted. And for my business, that was really, really nice. I'm I'm using Etsy now. I really want that. It was so great. And I didn't have to like combine listings in order to save money. And I'll go over listings in Etsy and the real cons to it, but there's obviously some pros. So I guess that's it for websites definitely just know your audience when it comes to websites and how much traffic you can direct to that because if you're really passionate about social media marketing a personal website may be good for you because there was a period in time where I was experiencing real burnout when it came to social media managing I barely posted and I barely got any sales because of that no one wanted to click on the website link and I don't blame them I didn't have any other form to market that customer base to. So yeah, let's move on to Etsy. There are so many aspects and positives, but also negatives when it comes to using Etsy to sell your products. And I'm going to be going over the ones that concerned me most, both positive and negative, but I'm starting out with sales being out in the open. And that means next to my little logo and shop name, it said how many sales I got. That means how many products I've sold while being on Etsy. 
I just moved to Etsy, so I believe it's around 20 right now. But yeah, sales being out in the open encourages transparency with customers so customers can see how many sales the business has gotten and see how legitimate, legitimate they are. But it also leaves business owners feeling vulnerable when comparing themselves to other Etsy shops. Like, I know I see Etsy shops with 3,000, 10,000 sales, and I'm like, wow, I have very few when it comes to that. But of course, that's just because I opened my Etsy less than a month from now. But hopefully I'll get there. But also, it definitely feels like I'm being left in the out in the open because a website, people didn't know how many sales you really got unless you advertised how many. So yeah, there's that. And also limited setup costs, no domain fees, and that's the real pro when it comes to Etsy, is affordability. If you're only posting maybe three products to set up, it will take you less than a dollar to set up your Etsy. And it costs 20 cents to list anything, so any product posted, 20 cents. They also take a 10% cut of any sale, Wix doesn't do this, and I believe many other website platforms don't. I think it took 2.3% of my sale, which is a lot less than 10%. You will feel the 10% cut, I can tell you that. But it doesn't cost anything to have an Etsy unless you post something. But it costs 20 cents to list anything, and that renews every four months, I believe. Yeah, four months. So... It's 60 cents to keep a product up on Etsy for the entire year. And of course, there's also the availability of being able to run ads. I haven't done that yet, but I also have a lot of friends who have had experiences with that, most of them being negative, but it's an option and it's there. <laughs> Secure payments. Many customers trust Etsy more than a personal website, including myself. It Etsy's a huge platform for many other sellers, so they know their transaction will be secure and their card information won't be stolen or anything like that. So most of the time, customers are more trusting of Etsy than if I had a personal website. And another pro is a huge market if you don't have any social media platform or ones with limited interaction. Please consider Etsy. I myself didn't link like, I didn't put my Etsy shop into my Instagram bio for a good two weeks just because I didn't have a giant amount of listings up. And I think I got over 10 sales just from, just in like three days from it. Because the market on Etsy is already there and people searching up butterfly huggies, for example, like a type of earring, they'll find yours there. And you don't need an Instagram to have an Etsy or anything like that. You'll still be getting traffic and customers from Etsy. As long as, of course, your pictures are good, your products are good, and your listings and shop are great. But, yeah, you'll probably still be getting Etsy sales even if you don't have social media or if you have, like, an Instagram with maybe 200 followers instead of 10,000. Data insights. That is something that comes with Etsy. I've been able to see how many people go on my Etsy, check out my listings, favorite my listings, anything like that. But with Wix, I also had that. Both are equal when it comes to data insights for your shop. 
and that's a really great thing. I did, I was able to see where people were coming from and where I could focus most, like, where I could improve my product listings and product photography, for example. Also, notifications, including when someone favorited my shop or a product, and of course, when I get a sale, those were always great. It's always super fun to have like a little banner come down on my phone and see someone really, someone hearted a necklace I made or something like that. There's also additional features, like of course you can send out a sale or make a coupon. That goes for Wix too, you can also do that, but the ability to send a discounted offer to a customer. Like for example, if someone had a product in your cart, you can send them a 10% off coupon or whatever kind of sale you wanted. Same with if they favorited your listing, you could send them a sale and try to convince them to check out. I haven't done that yet because in my opinion, it seems a little desperate, but if it's for you, go ahead and do that. That's a really cool feature Etsy has. If you do choose to go with the Etsy for your business, the most important advice I have is to use all 13 tags Etsy gives you per listing this is how customers find your goods. And if you don't know what that is, basically when you make a listing, Etsy gives you tags with a 20 character limit. And you can put things as like gold necklace, trendy earrings, anything like that specific to the listing you have. And customers searching gold necklace will find it there or anything similar. And the more tags you use, the more likely a customer will find your product using specific ones or general ones, it'll help people find your goods. Also, this goes for having a personal website or an Etsy, but please have an extensive about page. And this is a section on your platform where you go into depth about how you started your business, why and why people should buy from you. And I go into deep depth online talking about the LGBTQ by POC-led charities I give a percentage of my profits to, and why I started my business, why I love it, why every sale means the world, and a little about myself. And yeah, use what you have to your advantage if possible. Put female-owned, queer-owned, POC-owned, anything of the sort, and many Etsy users or customers in general would be feel good about buying from a woman-owned business and supporting a small business or anything of the sort. And again, a little about the about page. Definitely go into as deep depths as possible. I know I said this again, but just put anything about yourself that customers would love to hear. Like I say, I love to craft why I do and like a little more personal information about me. Like I love to read. I love have collecting plants and caring for them, and I have three dogs. Like, little tidbits like that, it's something that makes your business feel a little more personal and feel less robotic, I guess you could say, less than someone going on Amazon and buying a gold necklace. <laughs> like, they're buying, and reminding customers that they're buying from a real person is extremely important when it comes to Etsy because most of the time our prices are going to be a little bit higher than if, again, you went on Amazon or a much larger website and bought jewelry or any other product. People know that items on Etsy are handmade and normally higher quality, but you still need to convince them that 
you're different from Amazon or you're different than a large corporate website and why that is. And diving into some more pros and cons that Etsy has, Etsy has carbon neutral shipping, meaning it offsets all carbon emissions that product shipping comes with. This is really cool in my opinion. It offsets the little bit of effect you have on climate change and global warming. And I personally love that. Also in the shipping labels, it lets your customers know that it has carbon neutral shipping so they feel a little better. And a frequent Etsy user would know if they buy something from Etsy, the shipping emissions would be carbon neutral. And also Etsy has discounted shipping offers it's not that good, but because if you use shipping platforms like Shippo and Pirate Ship, which offer discounted shipping rates in addition, they all offer about the same shipping rates compared to the USPS Post Office. For example, a USPS Post Office rate for a first class package weighing three ounces, for example, would be about four twenty five, but depending on where it would go in the U.S., on Etsy, it would be about $3.80, as in $3.80. So the difference is maybe $0.50, cents, but it adds up. Also, another negative when it comes to Etsy is competition. There are so many shops on Etsy. I want to say it's over a million. It is so many, and a lot of them offer maybe the exact same thing you sell or very similar. So... Whenever someone looks up silver earrings, for example, there will be you selling silver earrings or me, and there will be 200 other Etsy shops selling silver earrings. Some with better quality, some with lower quality, some with higher prices, some with lower prices. So the customer chooses which shop to go with, and it may or may not be you. So competition is a really prevalent thing. And again, all your sales are out in the open. So feeling vulnerable and even though people preach community over competition when it comes to small businesses, sometimes it does not feel like that and you're competing with people directly next to you in the Etsy app. And no matter what selling platform you go with, shipping shouldn't be your biggest concern. Going with discounted shipping platforms, Etsy, or even just the USPS post office, shipping is really not that hard. Just It takes a few Googles, and for me, I use first-class packaging in the USPS post office because my packages that I send out vary between one one ounce to a pound, and that's the limit you have when it comes to using the first-class package service. And if you're selling bigger products, please do your research. I'm not very confident in all of that, but discounted shipping rates are offered pretty frequently when it comes to Etsy or shipping platforms, again, including Shippo and Pirate Ship. Now, let's talk using a message-to-order policy. This is the most affordable choice by a long shot, and I used a message-to-order policy for my Instagram account slash small business from August 2019 to... I want to say... October 2020. So it's, I've had quite a lot of experience with it, good and bad. So it's the most affordable choice by far. What I did is I posted my products on Instagram, which obviously doesn't cost anything, and listed the price in the description along with the description of the product. 
and said, if you would like to buy this, please message me or anything of the sort. And utilizing multiple social media platforms, including but not limited to Instagram and Facebook, gives an intimate feel to your business and them having to message you to buy something emphasizes the small, small business feel. But this does limit your audience. Many, many, many people do not want to continually, continuously message the seller, but also it allows for more customizations and products. For example, customers could message you and completely customize a product down to literally everything or create their own product with your supplies. They could combine things and it allows for a ton of creativity. And in my opinion, that's really fun for me to do. But of course, I've known a lot of people who message me saying, I don't really like using the DM to order policy you have. Do you think you're going to open a website or an Etsy anytime soon? Because I completely understand it's more an insecure payment form when using message to order. And implementing a message to order policy sellers platform means you'd use payment apps. These include Apple Pay, PayPal, Venmo, Cash App, and Zelle. Some of these are unreliable. For example, Venmo has a history of freezing Venmo accounts, both the seller and the receiver of the payment, which includes the money in the Venmo account at the time. So if I had $200 in my Venmo account, it would be gone. So this only happens if Venmo sees a history of their app used for business-related transactions. So if Venmo looked into my account and saw that someone put in the description for the necklace or excited to receive the earrings or something like that, I could my account could be canceled and the customer's account could also be. And that was a huge thing. I never had this problem, but other small businesses have using Venmo. Their account's frozen and, yeah, gone. So... I did have a ex- bad experience with PayPal. Customers can claim that they never got their order and refund themselves the money. I've only had this problem once, and it was like a $20 order, so I didn't really care that much. But still, customers can do this if they claim they didn't got their, get their order, even if they did. And PayPal also takes a 10% fee of any money sent, so that's a lot less profit. Again, similar to Etsy, they also take a fee. And of course, if a customer doesn't have any form of online payment, they aren't able to purchase your goods. This has happened more times than I can count. You'd be surprised. No one has forms of online payment sometimes, and you can't really do anything about it. But a pro is local orders are easier when messaging to order. Customers found my business quaint when I marketed myself as a local Folsom, California business who gave a percentage of her profits to a local charity. In my case, I donated, I think, 15% of my profits to the local Folsom Twin Lakes Food Bank, and a lot of people loved this. I got an extreme amount of local orders, and this is kind of how I did it. I offered a free Folsom drop-off, which means if someone ordered something, I would get in my car and drop off their item that they purchased. And... I offered free Folsom drop-off, which was a mistake on my part because gas is expensive. And a surprising amount of people I delivered to lived on the opposite side of Folsom. 
Of course, I charge shipping, like if someone didn't live in Folsom, but if you did want to go this route using a message-to-order policy and marketing yourself as a local business, I highly recommend getting a lot of your community following your social media and marketing as a small local business, but also charging maybe a $2 fee for local drop-off or offering free pickup, meaning the customer would drive to your house and pick up the order from you. And yeah, offering a small fee for a local drop-off means a $2 fee would be less than paying shipping and it's not as convenient. Obviously, free local drop-off was a big thing for my customers, meaning, but also it ended up they would buy a $3 bracelet and I would maybe spend $4 on gas. So sometimes it bit me in the butt. And finally, one more positive when it comes to implementing a message-to-order policy is getting to improve your customer support. I personally want to, I'm going to have experience of this in a real-world job when I get of age, and this was a really, really cool experience. I got to message probably over a thousand people, which thinking about it now overwhelms me, but I got to improve my business voice and also dealt with a lot of very mean customers and I'm glad I'm grateful for that experience and also got to message a lot of people and hear why they wanted the product like for example this one girl wanted it for her mom for her birthday and kind of explain why and it was the sweetest thing if I had Etsy at the time or a personal website I wouldn't have known that and wouldn't have known how special the necklace was to that girl but also, I got the most reviews this way. And this is something that is really, really big. I found that marketing as a local business where you had to message to order was kind of a lot of work to people. But also, those people who went that way messaged me, kind of knew their story and knew that I was a real person behind the Instagram account, wanted to leave reviews more. A hundred plus customers were posting on their Instagram stories, getting the word of my business out. And this is definitely how I grew the most in terms of followers and all that kind of sort of thing. This is, in my experience, how I got the most reviews, but Etsy comes second to that. With a website, you really couldn't get reviews from customers unless you emailed them and then they gave you a review, which barely happened. I think I got two reviews that way. So if you're really interested in knowing your customers, getting to message them and all that kind of sort of thing, and of course, if you don't have enough money for an Etsy or in a website, this is a really great option because it costs absolutely nothing to start, but you just really need to be fluent in social media marketing in order to go this route. And now, since I'm told I have to use a soundbite for this assignment, Which selling platform I found that works best for me? As you probably deduced through a lot of trial and error, I came to the conclusion that Etsy is for me, based on all of the aforementioned pros and cons. And while I was recording this podcast, I actually got a sale on Etsy two minutes ago, so I guess that just proves how well my business is doing on their platform. And that about wraps up the big three message to order policy, Etsy, and a personal e-commerce website, but I'm going to focus now on a smaller selling platform, and that is Depop. 
There are many apps like Depop, which include Mercury and many others, but I don't have direct experience with using it to sell my products, but I also have many small business friends who have used it in the past, and I feel like I have a good perspective on what it's like to sell on there, even though I haven't had that experience yet. Depop is primarily used to sell pre-owned clothing items, which can include jewelry. I'm speaking from a handmade jewelry seller's viewpoint, so if you're selling something other than that, like pottery for example, of course those experiences are definitely not going to match mine. And the businesses I know who use Depop sell jewelry and other clothing items that align with the trends of today. Personally, my business tries to mix timeless pieces, trendy pieces, and everyday jewelry, so for me, Depop wouldn't really work. If you're considering this, please put yourself in the shoes of a person wanting jewelry or any other good that could relate to that. If you want jewelry, you would go to an Instagram account you follow where it would either be messaging to order them or having your their own personal website. Or of course, Etsy, a site primarily known for selling handmade goods, a majority of them jewelry related. If I were to go to Depop wanting jewelry, it would probably be an item that aligns with the trends of today or a vintage piece. Like, for example, a Vivian Westwood pre-owned necklace. It probably wouldn't be a handmade necklace. Like, if I were to go... I wouldn't find a simple chain necklace on Depop very easily. I would go to Etsy or a specific business for that. So definitely just know your audience when you're looking at Depop. So my recommendation is just to look at each selling platform and examine what their niches are and who their customers are. I'm sure there's selling platforms I don't even know exist and I wish I could cover all of them, but these are the ones I'm sure about and where I can give the best advice. So please don't be like me and go bouncing between Etsy, an e-commerce website, and a messaging to order policy, etc. Please do your research and examine all points I discussed in this podcast, know your audience, and most importantly, know your budget. And know the option of options available. I wish the best of luck to the listeners of this podcast. Hopefully you'll be opening a business or do have one and you have my best wishes to success. Thank you for listening and all of my socials, Etsy, and ways of contacting me are listed in the description and I'm happy to answer any and all questions listeners would have. Thank you.